1: Detroit Lions and Reddit Connection.
0: And now, two guys who know that Delta 8
1: is not a flight number.
0: Chris and the Riz. Hey, hi Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 408. This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. And we are talking about Lions Rookie Camp beginning. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my... I don't want to say effervescent again. My glorious, slightly allergic, but always beautiful co-host, Jeff The Riz Risden. How you doing, brother?
1: I am suffering through an allergic reaction to a uh a substance that uh I don't want to touch again. Um and, and uh I, I learned that I have a new allergy. Um and we talked about it off the air, and yeah. we'll talk about it in the Slack, the Patreon Slack, best best Lions chat on the internet. You can find out what I'm allergic to that I found out this week in the Slack. <laughs> So uh, that that would explain why my right eye is puffy and weird, and uh, uh, I actually, if I took my shirt off, well, first off, you'd be you'd be shocked at how much I've let myself go. and second, also, you'd know, so see a nice little rash on me too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're working it. Here, here he is. This is Jamal Williams' abs coming this year. Hard knocks. You watch. Him. The two of them will be comparing. All right, um, we got a lot to talk about. Riz's. <laughs> Riz's predilection for allergy is is for slack. We'll probably have have Riz's allergy channel or something like that. Uh, We're going to talk about pre-season, or sorry, off-season, phase two. A lot of talk about that. We'll also talk about phase three, which is also known as OTAs, and we'll get you to get up to speed on what that is, what's involved, why, what, and who, and how. We'll also talk about rookie minicamp, get you prepped for that. We're going to cover Dan Campbell's coach of the year odds, info about the schedule, all that, and a whole lot more. Riz. always got a great show lined up and this time it's no different are you ready to go my brother
1: let's Let's kick this off and break it down
0: all right here we go let's do this we are into it first topic of the day a couple of good ones um we'll start with the schedule what's
1: going on for, for a weird week in the nfl calendar yeah, there's, there's a lot going on.
0: Yeah, there there is. And it is a very, very weird week. Um, let's talk about this. Let's take a look. Um, schedule. Big deal. A lot of people talking about it. Um, it's a big deal. And for me, because I'm going to base a lot of travel around it, I'm going to come up to the, the, the city of Detroit. I might be heading to some other cities. Interestingly... Um, I'm in the New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia kind of area. The, the mothership is uh, where I where I work and there's, you know, I can work hmm. flights out. I'm like, wow, there's there's two New York games away. And I was like, Philadelphia, too. And I'm like, oh, that's an away game. But I don't want to go there. Who cares? I'd, I'd spend time in the jail.
1: Um, it, it sounds like there's a fair chance those New York games might be back to back, too.
0: Oh, if I were to schedule a week there, wouldn't it be smart to schedule
1: right between <laughs> those weeks? And uh, I have a friend who's a Giants fan up there too, so that's, the, that's the Lions may or may not have requested that. Yes. We'll see. we'll see what happens with it. Um, I don't know that for sure, but I, I have heard through a few grapevines that uh, that might be in the works.
0: It's a real interesting kind of a deal. At what point are they not in a away game? Like when you're staying there, right? I mean, will they be able to find practice space in the area? Will they? I mean, how accommodate I mean, I, I'd assume they would fly back and forth, but if you can eliminate the travel and get the I team, I would league, think so. You a, know,
1: that is one of the things that like like the 49ers or the Seahawks will do if they're playing New York and Philadelphia or Washington and, and they'll just stay. Yeah. Um, I know, I know. Uh, what team was it? One of the teams rented out Hofstra University for like a week, they rented a dorm and they used their football facilities to stay there for a while yeah. and like hung out with the football team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea, you know? And, and I, I think back to uh, uh, the Texans when they they had a Western, they were playing the NFC West one year. And they stayed in Portland because they played the 49ers one week and the Seahawks the next week. And they didn't want to fly back to Houston, which is a long way. Yeah. So I, I kind of get that. But Detroit, you know, it's not that it's what an hour, 45 minutes to, to fly from Detroit to, to New York. Yeah, It's not, not that big of a deal. Easy, I mean, easy. maybe you want to save on jet fuel. I don't know. Prices are kind of high.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Hotels are cheaper for 53 plus than the the cost of gas and the jet to round trip there.
1: Yeah. No. So so can you explain? Okay. Because I have, I am, I am flabbergasted that the schedule release gets so much freaking attention. It like, it annoys me to no end that people are on pins and needles about the schedule. Now you have a valid reason for wanting to know the schedule and I want you to preempt me In my little like, like tirade on on why it is in fact important.
0: You're you're not wrong. It's bullshit. It's a, it's a lot of talk about something that's a long way off. Am I even going to buy my plane ticket the day after? No, but I want to start making some plans and doing some stuff.
1: But you do do go to Rogan. Like last year, you went to Los Angeles. Um, I believe you went to Atlanta as well. I I didn't get to. I didn't get to. You were going to. Yeah. Came to
0: Detroit for a couple (laughs) games, though. Did the thing, you know, Um, had tickets for Baltimore and oh, what was the, the Thanksgiving game? Yeah. My brain is addled today. Um, anyway, and, and, and I, yeah. I, I gave him the family and yeah. stuff like that. But.
1: And, and for, for like a, like our friend Q who travels around and goes to road games, like it's important to know when the schedule is Q, not <laughs> only the season
0: ticket holder from Atlanta and flies up for every game. And I, I there's a couple of people like that. And I just want to say you guys are, are superheroes. I, I, you guys yeah. are awesome to do that. <laughs> I wish I was at a point where I could do that. You could always use the super chat if you wanted to help me. Do that. Um, Uh, but I wish I was at a point where, or Patreon, I could do that and I would enjoy the hell out of it. I would absolutely love to do that. It's just not where, where things are for me, but um, that's a dedicated person. And he did it during the Patricia years and didn't stop. And so you talk about, I mean, I always tell people, you know, when I tell my friends I'm a Lions fan, it's like, oh, oh, oh boy, wow. And I'll I'll give them the, hey, but, you know, uh, it's just proof that you're a real football fan, right? You know, that's just what it is. If you're a Lions fan and you stuck it out and you're out of town when you could easily jump on the Rams bandwagon or Tampa or whatever, it's like, yeah yeah, yeah, I'm a real football fan. I like, I mean, maybe, maybe it's the opposite. (laughs) Watching the Lions isn't necessarily watching real football, but it (laughs) hasn't been, but um, you really know somebody likes football when they're, when they're stick with a team like that. And, um, uh, really, I tell you, man. It's it's one of those things, and and guys like that that can put the money where the mouth is, even in those times, and come up. I mean, Q Natalie does that. He's up in training camp. I see him every year at training camp. We hang out. Um, he he we went to Miller's. Remember, <laughs> my guy. He he, he's, he's, he, a he's a vegan. Great dude. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> I have some fries. <laughs> Maybe he's more. probably watching.
1: Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a he he's a fun one. But so I understand why those of you who travel to games get excited about the schedule for me i don't go to games um i'm technically credentialed and could go to games it's easier it's a lot easier for me to work from home um i i just work better that way you were you were Um,
0: pandemic ready before the pandemic was cool
1: i i really was (laughs) um i will be going to the thanksgiving game this year and Don't believe the NFL schedule leaks Twitter account because they're wrong. They are not playing the commanders on Christmas. They will be playing either the bills or the dolphins on Christmas because it's a CBS game and it has to be an AFC team that's hosting or that that's because that's, that's the rules of the, of the the broadcast. So Mm -hmm. it'll be one of those teams. I don't really care. It'd be kind of fun to watch the the lines beat up on Tua especially after how badly he's under-throwing Tyreek Hill. Did you see that video, by the way? Yeah. Tyreek Hill had time to pitch a tent waiting for that throw to get to him, and it's like a 35-yard throw. But that's
0: the last thing you're going to do when you see a ball thrown like that near the receiver. You are not pitching any tents. Um, I tell you, though <laughs> – you're going to Thanksgiving. Let's let's get the risins and the uh, and the DLPS together. Let's have a good time and um, yeah, we will we'll have to do that. Sure. Um,
1: my uh, my wife um, has her her family is primarily based in the Detroit, the Plymouth Canton area. Yep. Yep. Um, we are responsible as our unit of the family for hosting Thanksgiving this year, so we're going to do it over there (laughs) i will will, uh i will graciously escape from my in-laws for a while uh and and go to the (laughs) yeah 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 but but so so for like the general populace though like if you're if you're sitting at home watching every game every weekend why the bleep do you care who they're playing when like you already know all the home opponents you already know all the road opponents like I, I I don't understand how the NFL market uh, uh, and I'll give the NFL credit—they do a fantastic job of doing it because it's an event. Um, everything that I write about the schedule gets massive clicks this week. It's bizarre to me that people care that much about the sequence of games when they already know the opponent. Yeah. Like some of the teams don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be yet. But we, we oh god, we're going we're gonna to get that schedule like. Oh, my God, we're going to play the Bears in week one instead of week three. Ah!
0: I'm going to tell I, you the thing that the, I don't get it. the NFL has has figured out is how to be a hell of a marketing organization. And they've Absolutely. taken 16 weeks of football and made it a year round. I mean, they have a month and a half that's effectively off. All year, that's that's yeah. pretty good. So, uh, a yeah. good point here from Jean-Paul Morrison. Uh, I do like the way the schedule that the schedule's done this way. It's nice to reward the guys that spend weeks and months who do put the schedule together. So, yeah, that is it is a good way to celebrate their
1: work and and, and the schedule release videos and things that the the, the teams do are incredible. It is one of the highlights of the year for me to look at all those, even the teams I don't care for. Like, I'm like, wow. So some of the creativity that goes into those is in it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It really is. And it's a chance for them to flex their muscles on that. So that's cool. Like I get that, but I, I don't understand. Like if you're never going to go to a game, I, I, I don't understand why you're so enthralled with the schedule. Pro- like the, again, the NFL, I'm not going to, I'm not going to chip at them for, for doing it. That, here. It's amazing that people care as much as they do about <laughs> the list of the sequence of games. But so with
0: that, I've got a couple of the leaks that I'm not afraid to report, and I'm going to put them out there. Week one, Lions Ooh. at the Bears. These are rumors, just to be clear. Week
1: three that is, uh, and that rumor, by the way, comes from the Bears people, not the Lions people. Yep. Um, and uh, the the Bears people who are leaking that are generally pretty reliable folks. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: Week three, Vikings at the Lions. I hate starting the 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 season at the Bears. To be honest, I really do. We did that. It happens a lot. It's when the Um, Calvin Johnson rule.
1: Yeah, I remember. So um, that's typically right around my birthday weekend, and I I, for my 34th birthday, which was a hell of a long time ago, I went to the Bears Lions game at Soldier Field week one. Um, That was was the first time I ever had press passes for a game.
0: Yeah, Um, and that was got Lions at the Patriots for week four. And I got it. My brother lives in in New England. I have to figure out if can maybe work. So I'm going to be doing a lot of post game shows, by the way, on the uh, on the road this year on the fly. But we've got some plans for that. Uh, the games that I go to in Detroit, we've actually got a secondary studio that's uh, in the works what's up micro mike, mike good to see you in the chat brother um and then week 12 we got thanksgiving uh potentially i mean they say the commodes of the lions but it's a cbs game so it could be miami could be buffalo we'll get some information but i have one here that's really big this one is a lock and uh you guys get your money on this one february 12th of 2023 the lions versus an afc team in arizona there you go all right, and thank you, tbranch72 from the subreddit, because... The people that were listening got that um, chaos aspect. seems to affect the early results of games more than later games. That's very true. I think this is a bad year for the Lions to play the Bears early. I'd love to play the pack early this year um, because I will take that chaos. Um, Jean-Paul Morrison. Again. And also,
1: keep in mind, we should have um, injured folks back. But like Jamison Williams might miss week one. Yep. Jeff Okuda, I, I, I would be surprised if he missed week one. But theoretically, he could miss week one. You know, they might not be at full speed yet. So, yeah, yeah it would be a little bit better to get a division game later. But yeah. it's okay. Um, it's the Bears.
0: let's see. We got we just went football to content, too. We got Mike. Hey, Mike. What's I up?
1: will share this. I was on uh, 97 one in Columbus this morning. Not the one in Detroit, but the one in Columbus with Bobby Carpenter, former Lions linebacker um, and a co-host this morning. Um, you can check it out. I tweeted out the, the link to it. It was a good visit. But I always talk to Bobby after I'm done. Um, in, in the commercial breaks. And one of the things that we talked about was, uh, well, one of the questions he asked me was like, you know, he talked about the tomorrow that's going on with the, the Vikings having new, you know, general manager coach and uh, the Bears making transitions as well. And he's like, why is there the second best team in the NFC North, right? And I'm like, well, I kind of waffled on it because they, they could be, they maybe should be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I talked to him off the air and he's like, yeah they're 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 good um he 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 is he's in on dan campbell and he is in on what the lions did specifically offensively adding jameson williams he's very excited about that (laughs) very excited about it (laughs) garrett
0: shaftsma i'm pretty sure that chris is an alcoholic Eh, if anything i'm a binge drinker bro um i haven't drank for days I'm, uh, I'm actually got water right now, but you know that's cool. Um, that's a different kind, I guess. Uh, let's see, Mike, Mike is here. There's a couple things I wanted to get. Post game, Chris live from his rented car. He yeah, that was last year. That was after the the win over Minnesota. My voice was a little bit like today. Today it's 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 different. It's not from screaming. I was I jacked myself up. I worked. I was in meetings, bro, from
1: I'm eight to five forty
0: five. No lunch, just straight talking and busting butt and brain. And I'm like kind of throttled uh micro mike, mike you're on bro we'll go we'll go to a game i'm down i'm all up for a game what's up riz also for micro mike why do we always play the cards do we both just keep finishing and are the same yeah that's that's what yes. happens yes, we wind we up landing in that same crappy place i am so sick of the cards i i need no more cardinals in my life but luckily this year we don't have them, but we will be playing in uh, Arizona at that stadium. Um, what else do we have here, Jeff? Where for our Romeo Okora? Let's talk, and I'm, let's we'll get into that. Um, we're going to do some some uh, injury yeah. stuff in a minute. I'm just trying Good to catch question. up on this chat here because a lot it's going nuts. You guys are great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to hit this boom 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 boom. Okay. Let's go. We got this. Um, let's get into our next topic. Okay. The yeah. couple of things, pieces of uh, the Lions roster information. And again, I'm sorry, guys. My brain is just cooked today. Waiver claims. Chicago. We don't care about them. Green Bay. We don't care about them. Uh, Jacksonville takes Rashad Barry, linebacker from Detroit. And we've also for
1: the Lions last year.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And we also got New England Patriots like Matt Sokol, the tight end from the Lions as well. We've cut two people, and somebody else picked them up. Boys, we're winning. We're winning. There's roster people from the Lions roster. That other teams want this is like a first in a decade
1: well the six that we cut this week and technically um steven montez the quarterback that we cut was cut today so he's not technically eligible to be claimed until tomorrow He'll i would be stunned if anybody claims steven montez but think <laughs> about this know, too
0: quarterbacks are way too valuable someone will grab R- him
1: rashad barry got claimed by the very first team that can claim anybody the Jaguars, the, the waiver claim order is the same as the NFL draft order until week four. So right now, the Jaguars have the top waiver claim. The Lions are sitting at number two. So if they want anybody, if the Jaguars don't claim them, <laughs> the the Lions can can claim them, and and it's theirs. Like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter who else puts claim in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's interesting that Barry got claimed by the Jaguars and Sokol got claimed by the Patriots because Barry came to us from the Patriots and Sokol claimed, came to us from the Jaguars, from their practice <laughs> squad. It's a little, little strange, but, uh, you know, it, it does say and Sokol's Sokol's a, a a Detroit native um and I he played at Michigan State I've actually uh, had interactions with uh, his dad online his dad is good friends with Scott Bischoff friend of the show yeah, um is. and and talks with him a lot and uh I'm happy for Matt I I he was signed to a futures contract future reserve contract this offseason uh so and he was look they had nine tight ends earlier this week they cut Jared Pinkney as well waived him with an injury settlement Uh, which means that he won't be back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They're they're down to seven now. Uh, They'll be down to three or four before too long. But, yeah, it's cool to see
0: Rashad Barry going right away like that. I mean, that tells you that our linebacking core is just top shelf.
1: It does. and and, uh, The other thing, (laughs) he can play tight end, too, and was actually drafted as a tight end, or not drafted, but went through the draft process as a tight end and did get some work in in practice last year as a tight end for the Detroit.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. We got that rocking and rolling. Um wh- good good moves. I mean, look, if, yeah. if people so, pick so up Lions thing, players, we're, that's a good let's, thing. You let's can let's check it out why they were cut really quick. I want to really quick say if you want to get more on that before we talk yeah. about it and beyond what we talk about, go to lionswire.usatoday.com <laughs> and check out the the article from a guy named um, Jeff the Razor, I think is his name. <laughs> Oh, Risden. Risden, that's his name. Okay. That's me. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. I wanted to do a plug for you first.
1: No, that that's good. I appreciate that. <laughs> so the reason why these guys were cut this week was because they didn't have enough room to sign anybody who's going to be there this weekend for the rookie mini camp. They only had four open roster spots after they drafted. They were at eighty-six people. That that's counting roster spot commitments to all the players that they drafted. They only had four spots now they they've opened up quite a few more so they have several tryout players they have several workout players this weekend who are there um i want to say that there's going to be 20 what i hear 23 people there um working out and like they, they signed so we talked about last week the before that they signed if they wanted to sign anybody else they would have had to cut somebody well they preemptively did that this week by by cutting all those people and look i wish i wish Rashad Berry. i wish matt sokol i wish uh you know, uh uh Stephen Montes. You know, I wish them well. I hope I can it, it tells you that if the Lions are capable of cutting players that are, other teams find useful, it means we're doing pretty good in the roster construction business. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh man, okay, so what else have we got going on here? A lot of stuff going on. Churn on the roster, people picking our people up. That's good news. And if you think about it, you want to look at another uh another big piece. Um Dan Campbell's odds to win coach of the year seem to have skyrocketed in the last week. Is it because we ejected the right talent? Is it because the other teams decided to pick our talent up? Or is it because we had a heck of a draft and Dan Campbell is starting to win over some real believers in the NFL Riz? Vegas doesn't lie. Vegas makes money. They don't lose money. And they went from what was it, sixty to one to twenty five to one in a week.
1: Last Friday at Caesar's Sportsbook, he was sixty to one, and uh, so so a little peel behind peer behind the veil here. I get probably thirty emails a day from various gambling institutions um, <laughs> with article ideas, <laughs> and sadly to because a phone number. <laughs> because because I work for USA Today. Uh, we are contractually obligated to only use Tipico sports books. so I can't technically like write about like what Caesars and BetMGM and all the other places send me, um, even though you can't use Tipico in Michigan or most states. Um, that that is going to change soon. But, so I had to I had to write this very ambiguously. But the the guy from Caesars and I, I think his name is Rick, and he emails me like daily, like different updates on what's going on. He's like. You've got to cover this one. Like, I, I don't care if you leave me out of it. Like, he went from 60 to one last Friday to 25 to one this week. And he has three times more tickets put on Dan Campbell to be the coach of the year than any other coach at this point right now. Mm. That means there are three times more bets on Dan Campbell to win this coach of the year Award than any other coach. Now, some of that was the fact that he was a good value, relatively speaking, at sixty to one. That's going to cool off at twenty-five to one because you know it's just, you're not going to make as much um, if you're looking for the big payout. If you're if you're dropping a hundred bucks on this, it, you'd rather have six hundred in return than two fifty. Like I get that, but it also does reflect what Chris just talked about about the the surge in the team's profile, the addition of Two premium talents in the first round. The perception around the league that, hey, you know what? Dan Kim knows what the hell he's doing. Mm-hmm. And and that wasn't there a year ago. <laughs> and you know, it, it's I don't want to say that the Lions are like that team, like the Vogue team to like, but with, with with hard knocks coming up, with the draft that they've had, with the 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 positivity that's surrounding the team. It's not dissimilar to what I saw in Houston. And, and I've talked about this before. Back back when in the Arian Foster, J.J. Watt years, like when when they were rising up, you you could feel it like they were like, oh, they're going to be good if a couple of things really happen. And they did, by and large. They could never beat the Patriots playoffs. But (laughs) like like Matt Schaub was sort of like where Jared Goff is like, I don't know about Matt Schaub, man. He's he's OK. He had a phenomenal year, one year, one year. And it turned into a great thing for Houston. And they rode that to being a playoff team for a long time. Mm -hmm. And like I I, I, I get such similar vibes from this Lions team. Like if Jared Goff can be what Matt Schaub was in 2013, like this just very well could be a playoff team.
0: I I have not written off Jared Goff yet. I have not. And I know a lot of people have. This year will be important. I, I I acknowledge he very well, and 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 this this is you know I'm not saying this is going to happen. I understand this is a little bit of a limb. He very well could be the Jared Goff that took the, the the Rams to the Super Bowl. That player could still be in there. We have to wait and see. He didn't have the, the talent around him last year. There was no real opportunity to evaluate him. So we'll see. We'll see what he is. I believe he can be a great quarterback again. And uh, I think under this regime, with these coaches, with these players, the ben right Johnson, kind of environment. Ben
1: Johnson is going to make such a difference.
0: This environment is going to be really, really, really good. Um... We got, I still
1: need to see it from golf, but I'm I'm certainly not I'm not writing off the chance that he can prove it. Like right. he absolutely can, yep. but he needs to yep. before I'm there.
0: MCDC has been winning people over since he talked about biting kneecaps. You know what? That put a spotlight on him for sure, and a lot of people laughed at him and loved to laugh at Detroit. They love to do that, but who's laughing now? Right? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it's it's he put the spotlight on himself and he's won people over. Uh, it's another thing to put the spotlight on yourself and then really show yourself to be a fool he did the opposite of that good move on his part he is as much of a hype guy and a marketing guy as brad holmes he just does it completely differently i will say this you know especially from his texas roots um this is a saying and this is this is not at all meant in a derogatory way dan campbell is dumb like a fox People underestimate this guy by a mile, and um, he's he's a really
1: really smart guy. So that's um, a, a different conversation I had with Bobby Carpenter when they first hired him. It's like you're you're you're, you're seeing he, this was right after the kneecap press conference, yep, yep. and he's like. Dan's setting you all up. He's got you right where he wants you. <laughs> love. It. Like I okay, buddy, I trust you.
0: <laughs> all right, Garrett. We can be. I love you, Chris. We can be alcoholics together, and you cut fixes it with binge drinkers. <laughs> I got you, buddy. We're, we can be together. I'm all. I'm, hey. all, I'm done with that. Um, I'll see you at the training camp party. I think that's where we can do it. We got a lot of stuff going on, oh, um, God. including maybe I'm getting my tat. Yeah, Ash is probably his, liver already a couple of days before. Fat Guy 40 at the training camp uh, party, just so you guys know we're doing it then because the rain out at Senior Bowl hurt us, but we're we'll to have a good crowd, have some fun with it.
1: Uh, it Ball never Ball stopped Balls. raining, Chris. It never stopped it raining.
0: Didn't, it didn't, but it, we stayed outside. All right. Uh, what else? Yes, uh, William said, yes, word.
1: <laughs> Talked to Andrew Barry for half an hour in the rain, baby. Yep. That was fun. Yep, that's right. <laughs> He's like, why are you here? <laughs> it's like, why don't you have an umbrella?
0: <laughs> um, Rob Swift, does Jesse Lemonnier make the team and push for a starting job? We'll talk about that a little bit. We will talk about that a little bit. Um, I did one thing. I want to talk about some some feedback I got about pumping on the likes and that kind of stuff. I hear you. I hear you guys. So we do have to do it a little bit. So I'm just gonna we'll we'll handle it a little, little little lighter this time. Hit the like button so I don't have to, to, to harangue you guys to hit the like button, and we appreciate that because we do want the help on the algorithm. It means a lot, especially as we're heading into these slower times. We need your your help to to pump this up and keep us going as the as the summertime hits because. Without it, things peter out, and, and maybe we do too. I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, after daylight like today. I just want to take a nap.
1: My peter is never out. <laughs>
0: well, that's a problem. <laughs> it didn't come out right. All right, let's talk about off season phase two. Let's talk some real football now. We've got. Yeah. Um, what is off-season phase two? Well, the CBA has workout rules, and there's three phases to the season. Uh, phase one is the first two weeks of the program, limited activity, meetings, strength and conditioning, physical rehab, that's it, okay? Um, not a lot of reporting coming out of Allen Park or any of the the training locations. Uh, just from
1: as a point of reference, the media is not allowed for that. <laughs>
0: that's what i was saying but without yeah i I wasn't putting a sharp edge on it jeff uh phase two (laughs) consists of three weeks of a program it's on-field workouts that it could include individual or group instruction and drills uh perfect play drills um drills and plays with offensive players lining up across from offensive players and defensive players lining up across from defensive players and it's all happening at high speed no a walk-through pace <laughs> uh, no live contact no team offense versus defense drills are permitted that's where we are right now and that's the guys we're talking to uh in the in the press conference today and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit rookie mini camp r- rookie camp starts here tomorrow that kicks off we'll get into that a little bit um i'm gonna leave that for the next topic i, I, I want to talk about phase three though because that's what you know, What I think the next jumping point is. Phase three is the last four weeks of the program. It's conducting uh, 10 days of organized team activities, also known as OTAs. No live contact, 7-on-7, 9-on-7, 11-11 drills are permitted. So you guys know where they're at in what they're doing on the field, what they're talking about. When you talk about Jamal today, he wasn't hitting anybody. He wasn't lining up across from any defensive players or anything like that. But it's still good work. We talk about like installs. Things like that, Riz, right? And that's where some of the conversations I think that we heard about the playbook, the language, some of those things happen. And I'll pass the mic to you because I know you've got yeah. a lot to say here.
1: Yeah, you're learning. You're learning the verbiage if you're a new player coming in. Uh, you're learning. Uh, they're they're just basic install stuff to get you back into like thinking about football, because you've probably, if you're an NFL player at this point, you've probably been working out on your own pretty hard. We take it a little bit easy to, you know, relax, recharge the battery, make sure your knees are healthy, your feet, your shoulders, you're, that you're good. Now, this is, this is a, a little toe dip back into the pool of like, yeah, I, I do play football for a living. This is like, it's kind of changed over the years. Like I remember like when, when we were kids, Chris, mm-hmm. Like there, there was a there was a starting outside linebacker for the Cleveland Browns who sold cars in my hometown in the off season to make money. Like that, like and he had to crash course like training camp to get in the shape. Right, like, right, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> they don't need to do that. As if anymore. you ever
0: walked in the car, worked in the car sales business, there is nothing that leads you to be in shape there, and there's a whole no. lot of alcohol involved.
1: a lot of a lot in the car. I I worked in that for five years uh, traveling from dealer to dealer um, helping them make more money off of you. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's uh, training camp has changed a lot and and it is a lot of it is players, you know, that just want to like get get used to the coaches, get acclimated, meet their teammates, hang out with the guys, get away from their families after being with them for three months after they hadn't seen them for a year. Um, It's (laughs) if you like that, that that's a very different dynamic that I don't think enough people appreciate. You've been away from your wife and kids or your wife and your girlfriend and her kids that might be yours for a long time. And then you're with them for a while. And like, why, why am I here? I need something to do. Get me out of this place. I need to go play football. That's what I do best. So <laughs> they do that. Um, and that, that's why it is all voluntary, but most guys are there and you know it's it's kind of a cool experience to just get back and you know see what's new in the in the building you know get your locker and just get used to being back with the guys yeah you you meet the rookies they come in they're all there this week and you know you're 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 meeting Aiden know you're meeting you're meeting Jamison Williams you're meeting Malcolm Rodriguez um who's gonna he's really gonna be popular with this this fan base I can tell you Chris Mm. yeah oh yeah
0: Oh, yeah. I want to, and there's something else that happens. And I told you guys, I I, I promised you guys a a video on this. I'm going to drop the video the week that we don't have a show because I think that's, I don't want to leave you guys without content that you guys love it. And I know we need, we need a break. We haven't had a real break since. We no, we did our 24-hour show during the bye a long week. Time. Missed, <laughs> but I mean, it's been since last summer that we've we've missed a week of doing this. So, um, so so we're gonna take we got like three weeks that we're gonna shut off, and now one of them comes here uh, the week before Memorial Day. Worry not, we will have content. I think Riz will probably have a, a video he puts together. I'll have yeah. one together. We may have some more as well. So we'll, we'll, I'm gonna do a leadership video yeah. then. But one of the things that's happening. In, this, in these meetings going on right now is establishing the tone for the team for the year. You heard them talk about it a little bit in, the, in the, uh, the, the interviews today, and we'll talk about it when we talk about those, but they were talking about who's the core. Well, the people that are in the core are there. The core are there, and they're establishing what that core is and what the, 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 the center um, you know, point of the compass is. You heard a lot of guys suddenly talking about a ring and going after a ring and having to believe you have that ring. Do you think they all thought of it individually? And I'm not saying they're not smart guys. Don't get me wrong. This is part of the mentality and the thinking that they're building in their core in these meetings right now. So you'll hear a lot of the football stuff, but there's a lot. This game is as much mental. I mean, the wonder, like for the quarterbacks, you think about how smart guys are, how much you think about how intelligent players are, how how good they are. That part of it is really on display right here. And watching these guys come back and learn about what they plan for their team's story For this year and every year a team has a different story that different vibe and they've got a lot they built on last year that they're carrying into and building from for this year and it's this isn't you know a sequel this is the next chapter so just so you guys know this is what we're talking about what they're talking about in those rooms and what you're not probably hearing in any of the other coverage that you're watching or reading or hearing or whatever right 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 all right, and we'll get into that. Like I said, um, will the the leadership piece I have coming up is is going to break down an evaluation of of the the team's leadership, how they approach it, and uh, some of the things that really kind of identify how they're doing it. So there you go. Um, let's see, Jeff, Chris, did you know the Babe Bruce bowling balls in the Hall of Fame? If you haven't been, you should both go. I was there when Sosa McGuire was going at it? Sure, their name might. Okay, never be on a plaque, but their story is being told. Cool. Thanks, Rod. I appreciate the baseball reference.
1: <laughs> baseball, baseball, like so. I, I was out yesterday, out and about, and uh, I watched. Uh, well, the, the Tigers game was on. I was. I can't say I was watching it. There was maybe five hundred people at Comerica Park yesterday, and the weather was freaking gorgeous. Mm. Like, y'all, I don't. I don't know how baseball is going to continue like that. I, I just no. don't. No. And, no. and to be fair, like I. I I used to be huge into baseball. I, I actually have four credit hours from Ohio University that said I took a baseball history class and I got an A in it when I really needed an A. I have been I was, I was once upon a time a member of Sabre um, and now I couldn't name three Tigers. I know Miguel Cabrera and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. um th- that sport is it's so far off the radar for me now <laughs> it's but the history time. stuff like i would love to, i would love to go to Cooperstown. my aunt is a massive baseball fan and she goes like three or four times like a decade um she's gone to induction ceremonies and it's, it's really cool Um and, and if if i ever get a chance to go when a player that i liked a lot will be there i would love to go to that but i haven't like. I don't do baseball anymore. Yeah.
0: I, it's funny. In the 90s, the strike in the 90s lost me on the game. And, that hurt and I me. I have not um, returned. I have not returned. I've gone to a couple of games because it's fun to go to. I will go games. to games, yeah.
1: yes. I I've been to Comerica Park in the last couple of years. I, I like going to games, but mm-hmm. I will not watch it. I will occasionally listen to it on the radio. Just because it's, It tends to be good radio. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah
0: all right see lobato you. out of doors, checking in from california love the show one pride have you checked out grizzly man outdoors make sure to like and follow that one <laughs> um let's see we got hey don and h thank you just got here i'm the only number 59 the people hit the old like button so he's got it. Don is is running the uh, the old. Uh, I like that for us. Thanks, brother. Yeah, please do that. All right, all the guys are athletes. Mindset is the differentiator, and this is this is so so important, right? Yes, it is. And, and it's it, there's it's kind of like a triangle of leadership, the football, the X's and O's. And then the player, the mind of the player. And those three things are, are what really have to come together to build a team. Uh, and on, you really kind of rolled right into my my thinking there. So I don't want to give too much more away. Um, all right, we'll keep rolling here. Got a lot of stuff going on in the chat. Hey, love the trolls. You guys are beautiful. All right, um, so phase two is going on. We have rookie minicamp coming up. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk about some of the players. We've got Jeff Okuda obviously looking a lot better his social media is out he's moving he's moving really well doesn't move like he was injured doesn't look out of shape at all like he's got to come back it's now kind of rebuilding that muscle memory and a lot of that stuff and kind of tweaking that you know professional athletes it's interesting the difference in their bodies that top four percent makes how hard it is to get to that very very to get 100% of a hundred percent of a pro level athlete that top four percent just drops fast and you need the reps and you need the time and you need the practice that's why those guys are out there right i mean you've played football since they're five why would they need to practice they know what they're doing it's to get that sharpness to the very very peak of performance and that's what it looks like uh okuda's working on right now riz
1: you want if you want an example of that look at what's happened to Odell beckham over the years this guy was a phenomenal receiving superstar in new york he hasn't practiced in three years with his various injuries and it shows yep
0: Yep. (laughs) and that's one of the things like all the stuff around kaepernick aside right all the stuff around the fact that he isn't on the field is an anchor that he's got to drag because it's just going to be in and, and now his age but it's just going to be so hard to come back he, how he, he got to the point was, of not playing whatever right i'm, I'm not addressing any of that right, right. right yeah but the fact he didn't play the longer that happened the very, very less slower it's he so
1: to hard to get back into the football shape and the football mentality and the football mindset especially and, in that position man <sighs> yeah yeah, you, you don't you don't hear about guys that go away for two or three years and come back very often. Jim Plunkett did it when we were little. Most Google Google Jim Plunkett kids. He had a really good good, good time with the Raiders after a really bad time with the Patriots back in the day.
0: Don't do Brian Piccolo.
1: You just don't take two years off for for any reason and expect to come back and be the guy that you were. It, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about, um, we got, Tr- does uh, Cephas, as an injury, does he make the team? It's a question from the chat, Rob Swift. Um,
1: no he ties is certainly to current, on the bubble.
0: No ties to the current regime? Could Trinity Benson make the team? Over? I don't think Benson's going to beat him out.
1: I think Benson and Cephas are fighting for the same roster spot, I, but it also requires, like, there's other people involved in that, too. So let, let's go through the receiving tracking order real quick. Amon Ra. Uh, shark. Jamo, shark. Yeah, Jamo's Jamo's in. Um, Josh Reynolds. There's your four. Mm-hmm. Those four are going to catch ninety five percent of the passes that are thrown to wide receivers this year, mm-hmm. if not a hundred percent. Like, so so then you're getting to the Cephas, Javon McKinley, Um Khalif Raymond is back. I happen to think that Khalif is there for being a return man, but mm-hmm. you know. He proved me wrong last year, he could prove me wrong again and, and God bless him. Mm-hmm. Like he's he is a a legit deep like he can fly. Yeah. Um he and and Williams together put them on opposite sides on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck playing single high against that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well <laughs> and, and, and the thing about Cephas though. He wasn't drafted by this team, but I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you what you have in him. They saw him in camp. They saw him early in the season, and he was the guy that they thought was going to help carry this team when they didn't have anybody, right? Him and Tyrell Williams were the two guys that were going to carry this team last year that they were putting their money on to not absolutely make this thing fail. So they have, much like Sean Deion Hamilton. They have a little bit of belief in this guy. They, it's not like they're they're completely out on him or don't think he's the guy. He had their vote of confidence last year and wound up getting hurt. He comes back this year and plays. He has a role. If if somebody else get hurt gets hurt, he can pop up into a role and be a quick you know patch in for somebody else we're missing. So I would not count Cephas out. Yet, and I, yeah,
1: I believe, but, but you, he's he's entering leaving. camp as as number five or number six on yep. the roster, and they're not keeping more than six. They might yep. only keep five. Yep, yep. he's he's got to be healthy, and and again the, the the dynamic of him being the big target on the outside. They seem to be getting away from that a little bit. Like they wanted somebody that's, that offers a little bit more. That's Josh Reynolds. That's that's Khalif Raymond with the speed um, and return skills. And and one one of the issues that you have when you're a reserve at any position, but especially tight end, linebacker, wide receiver, cornerback, safety, you've got to play special teams. Cephas isn't great on special teams, and that that's good. That I went through this in Cleveland with Rashard Higgins We're like why why isn't he playing more like well he's not good on special teams like that that's that's one of the reasons why he struggled to get more run and that that's something that Cephas is going to have to improve on. Uh, but he's he's certainly on the roster bubble. You will see him when when myself, when Eric Schlitt when Ben Raven, when Justin Rogers are all writing our roster players on the bubble X number of the Lions that are on the bubble. Quintus Cephas will be in every single one of those. I guarantee you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm trying. And to... those come in July as we're leading into training camp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I don't know why I'm having a trouble. This is a big name. And I want to say Terrell Owens, but it's not Terrell Owens. Who's the big wide receiver we had? Anquan Bolden. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I had to look it up Anquan Bolden. What about Cephas playing kind of that Bolden role? Can he come inside as a bigger guy and muscle some people around? I don't know that he can, right? I don't know hey. that he can. He's not a fast guy, so it, 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 he has a little He's opportunity not quick there. Either, right. and that's his issue. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but playing against a, uh, a linebacker, he severely outmatches him. right? I mean, size wise. Uh, ability. I mean, his speed isn't going to be a detriment at that point. Be interesting. Interesting to see if that's a guy that they could use.
1: It wouldn't. It wouldn't space. shock me if they get him in the preseason and they showcase him in like the second preseason game, mm-hmm. and like another team that has an injury or their rookie isn't working out or whatever, and they flip him for like a conditional sixth round pick. Exactly. That that wouldn't yep. surprise me at all. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and as as the chat comes up, uh, Tom Kennedy come in. Um, he has got a chance to be. He ha- he's also competing for the return job. From from my understanding, it's him, Godwin Igwebuke, and Khalif Raymond that are fighting for the return jobs. And they will not use the same player for the punt and the kick returns. They like having different ones there. So th- there are two positions there. Kennedy is very quick in the slot. He's very physical. He's very good on special teams. That gives him an advantage over Cephas. If you're looking at how to who's going to make the roster and who isn't.
0: Yeah. Uh Brandon makes a good point. Cephas is on till Williams is ready. Here's the other part. The Lions have f- what is it, five wide receivers that run four three forties? That kind of speed. relief ran 4 through 9 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of speed you could put up with a Cephas. <laughs> I mean, because who are they going to gonna put? I mean, they're, they're, right. they're out of fast guys, right? You know what I mean? I mean, who are they going to cover them with at that point? So there is mismatches created with the other guys you have in the field as well. So, yeah. I, again, I don't want to beat them up, but... Um, it's. It, I, I think he has a shot. I
1: think He's he he got, got an, an uphill shot. battle to make the roster, in my, in my okay. opinion.
0: I see him getting. I see him. You know, an option of being grabbing a trade or a yeah. draft pick.
1: They like don't that. have a lot from the undrafted class. I know they got the guy from Tulsa who's a strict slot receiver, uh, and I still haven't unfortunately watched him enough to, to have a valid opinion on him. But like like last year, remember, again, last year at this time, Jonathan Adams, everybody's like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Well, he's now in the USFL. I'm doing well in the USFL, but showed up at rookie minicamp last year out of shape and with a poor attitude, and that's why he's in the USFL, not yeah. the NFL, but like Sage Surratt. Um, and who's the other one? J- oh, Jalen McKinley is the only one who's left. He's... He's the same, he's roughly the same size as Cephas, is quicker and certainly faster, but he hasn't like, he hasn't really clicked on either. So the, the, there's, there's gonna be a battle for that last spot. But like the, the top five, they're set. Like, yeah. and, and Cephas is not in that group. He's not, and he's not going to be.
0: Well, one of the things with Cephas though, is he may have some pain or anxiety or insomnia that comes out of this this whole roster battle. He's going to go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com, cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com, get himself some of the good stuff, well, no, he's not going to get the Delta 8. Well, he will get Delta 8 because they don't care about it anymore. He's going to go get high and he's going to have a good time with some Delta 8. And uh, he'll also take care of pain, anxiety, and insomnia. But if they, if, if he thinks that drug test is coming and he thinks that the rules might change, things go the other way, were, he'll just get the regular old CBD. Or if he's sore and it's it's not a pain, anxiety, or insomnia, I think he's just got the achy muscles, he'll get the wonderful CBD cream that makes you feel grand with with quick effect. It's, it's great stuff. I pull it out every week. It's just sitting right there. CBD cream uh, is the shite for sore muscles, I'm telling you. Have it over. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast, just like Quintez Cephas. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com and get yourself the greatest from Diamond CBD. High quality, independently laboratory tested, good stuff to take care of your brain, take care of your body, get you in a better spot. Uh, Brandon, great point. You got to figure that some of these guys... Uh, that played last year are going to land on the practice squad and be backup players when injuries happen. Cephas is a prime candidate for that. I go, I say that because I want to go to what Don said. I really wish we as Lions fans could get out of the mindset of what can we get for a player if they're good enough to get something for them. We should just keep them. See Taylor Decker. Decker's a little bit different because his his value at his position is 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 just on a comparative advantage, just beyond tr- thinking you're going to go tra- trade him out for something. But when you sit here and think of Cephas, he's a guy that's young, he's 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 eligible for the uh, the practice squad, and it's it, that wouldn't be a bad place to stick him, just knowing how injuries hit us last year.
1: Would have to get him through waiver claims, but with the the glut of wide receivers that are out there. He, he probably gets through. I, I don't think he would get claimed, honestly. I really don't.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think so. Unless, I mean, he's a cheap contract, and those are hard to find in the, in the wide receiver space. So lot of, a lot of stuff. Uh, let's see. One of the surprise designings for me was Alex Ancelone. Captain Ancelone. Do you guys think someone is going to push for his starting role?
1: Absolutely. I hope so.
0: I absolutely think there that that will be a a potential. Uh, Just remember,
1: Sean Dion Hamilton was ahead of him on the depth chart when he got hurt last summer. Yep, and that thrust Amendola into a a more prominent role. But also, last year they had three linebackers on the field, Actually, had four linebackers on the field quite a bit as they were. They, their linebacker usage was weird last year. Uh, it's going to be different this year. They're going to have one linebacker on the field more than they're going to have three linebackers on the field. My feeling is, is that when they do have the one on the field, they want it to be Derek Barnes. I don't know if it will be, but they would they want that. Uh, it would be nice to fill in and rest the passer a little bit more. Yep. Yeah, Anzalone is certainly in for a run from... rodriguez although rodriguez is significantly smaller and does not look i people cite his pff coverage stats to me all the time watch him he's not a great cover linebacker he was good in how oklahoma state used him they didn't ask him to do much in coverage like this wasn't a guy who was carrying a tight end to the safety this wasn't a guy who was blowing up screen passes this wasn't a guy who was like covering the the tight end on out route that, that's not what he did. He was very good at sitting in one spot and controlling that spot and that, that immediate area around him. Like, th- this is not a man on man coverage guy. He's not that. That's not who he is. If you think that's who he is, you're going to be disappointed. That's Sean John Hamilton.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what? I have to. We're we're treating this a little bit like a mailbag show. We're, we'll do some of those. We'll do some with call-ins and everything coming up here as we move on. There's a lot, lot going on, but we have a lot still to talk about. Uh, WMW two picked up a pack of watermelon gummies. You go for it, brother. That's that's good stuff. It's good for the brain. Uh, Don H, the last piece I'm going to do, and then we'll move on to our next topic. I picked up a pack of watermelon. No, nope, i sorry. <laughs> Wasn't the offense better before Quintes went down last year? And I don't know if Don's just setting me up, but when we had either Cephas or Reynolds in, and they played fifty percent or more of the snaps in the games, and that was nine games, we were um, two interceptions. I'm sorry, two touchdowns versus point two when they were in the game, point four interceptions versus point eight, so double the interceptions when they were not in the game uh the passer rate was 30 points better the rating um you got an uh, air attempt of almost two and three quarters yards further from the quarterback when either Cephas or Reynolds played 50 percent of the snaps your yards were um, 50 yards higher almost 10 percent higher completion rate all those things happen why because you had players in the game that made and gave Aaron uh, Jared Goff an opportunity to do better so I mean
1: I expect a lot out of golf this year. There's also a corollary. They were also losing by a hell of a lot in a lot of those games. The San Francisco game is an example. What happens when you're got a big lead? You play prevent. Prevent is gold for receivers specifically like Cephas who don't have a lot of speed and don't get a lot of natural separation. Yeah. Like they're oh, he's gonna catch the ball. We can go tackle him. Like like we we can't tackle Khalif Raymond on the other side because he's he's speedy, he's elusive. Like that guy He's six foot two. He can't move. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna let him catch it and whack him. Yeah, like that. That that's part of that too.
0: Whack. <laughs> you know. You know how I get. Get
1: your mind out of the 12, store.
0: Twelve. Twelve. All right. Good. 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 <laughs> um, and we talk about um, Donnie says I was in a session uh, suggesting that Quinton is the same level as Taylor Decker, but he's the most underrated. Taylor Decker gets so little love on this team. I mean, just for the fact that his wife is absolutely gorgeous, right? I mean, that's carried Goff. Right, I mean, look at Sandman's The Sandman, do I have it here? The Sandman pick the, Oh yeah, here it is, sorry, you're going to go away you for a second replace right? me
1: with that, gladly, there you go <laughs> Oh yeah, Sandman looking at you I mean, that. Th- that's given I love that it looks like Sandman has a mullet there <laughs> I can picture him with a mullet
0: all kinds of goodwill i mean that should i mean his his choice and gorgeous women should buy decker all kinds of goodwill he's a guy i don't understand the people that want to see him go i just cuz he went to ohio state that's people got to
1: freak over that it
0: can't be why that would be the dumbest thing i've ever heard if people really wanted decker traded they have you been to michigan recently
1: <laughs> yeah. It's sad. All right. Good. I good still interview get then. it. Every like, uh, okay. I'm repping go Ohio ahead. U today. Ohio U and Western Michigan. They played in the max championship. I went to the game. It was great. I still, every single time I go to Meyer and I'm wearing Ohio year, you gear, somebody will come up to me and say, the Buckeyes. Or, Screw your Buckeyes. like, I didn't go to Ohio State. I went to Ohio. You're not playing Ohio. Michigan refuses to play Ohio. We've tried to schedule them. Ohio State also tries, refuses to schedule. You're not playing the Bobcats. You're playing the Buckeyes. Get the freak over it. It's like the the dumbass Walmart Michigan fans drive me up the freaking wall here. Can't stand. You're not playing Ohio. You're playing Ohio State. Risen. I know that they play at Ohio stadium. Nobody freaking calls. I went to high school in Columbus. Nobody calls it Ohio state. I've never heard it called Ohio stadium in Ohio. It only comes from stupid Michigan people. There's there. A, I'm done. There's I'm better not. The Thank a you for letting me. <laughs> Let me get that out. It's <laughs> been building up inside of my me.
0: TED Talk. There's a reason that real estate's affordable where you live. <laughs> <laughs> I would just tease it. You live in a really nice area. All right. We'll keep going. Um, Interviews today. You know, Mike's almost my neighbor, so <laughs> <laughs> He
1: would. He would. He, he can. He can back me up on that. You go to the Sixth Street Street Meyer in in Holland, and you wear Ohio bobcat gear, and two or three people wearing Michigan hats who clearly didn't go to Michigan for the education um, will come up to you and be like. <laughs> Please. you have had enough of that shit. We hear you. Yeah. We hear you. We hear you. Just because our colors are green and white, that should that should tip you off. That like maybe it confuses their their anti-Sparty, anti-bucket. I don't I don't freaking know. But God, good lord. The the one of the one of the one of the things that I actually really like about Jim Harbaugh is that he really put a clamp on that. He's like, We're playing Ohio State. We don't play Ohio. He said that in a press conference and I wanted to go kiss him. Oh my. <laughs> there
0: you go okay that's that's you're 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 there you're in with it um I let's see so the lions let's, I, there's so much going on um who who starts the new free agent safety or the draft tracy walker's gonna start right tracy walker will start
1: um Don Elliott and Kirby Joseph will both play a lot. Elliott who will start. And, who and doesn't I have a, is sort of up to the opponent. I honestly. have a
0: feeling Kirby Joseph. All three of them are going to start, to be honest with you, because you're going to have two linebackers out there. I, I just think that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah, we'll all those it, guys.
1: It's base nickel. It's whether you go heavy nickel or light nickel. Light nickel will be um, whoever's playing the slot, whether it's mm-hmm. A.J. Parker, Chase Lucas, Jeff Okuda, yep. Will Harris. Could could conceivably win that yep. position. He, he yep. could. Yeah. Um, uh, if if, if is in the opponent is in eleven personnel, if they're in like twelve personnel, or <laughs> you know they, they've got a slower inside, like if, like if the Lions move Quintez inside, you're not guarding him with a, a cornerback. You're guarding him with a safety. So then you would have Joseph and Elliott and Walker all in the field as a starting lineup. So mm-hmm. it, the 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 whole starter is sort of dependent upon the matchup that the opponent rolls out. All right, let's and, uh, and, and there's 20 other NFL teams that are like that. That that's not something that's unusual to Detroit. Yeah. All right, I, we gotta get moving. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we're from, we're yeah, rookie minicamp, right?
0: Not yet. We're still talking about the interviews. Our Amani Warrior today loved him. He loves Detroit. Everybody who comes here loves Detroit. It's 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 just the way it is. He wants to sign. I want to sign him. I think he got hosed by the the player the the Patricia regime regime I think he started showing out last year what he's got I think we're going to see Amani Arawaria turn into something pretty special here watch I thought he would he would turn into something special for a long time I didn't realize how bad the coaching was back in the uh, Patricia years watch what he turns into this year he also talked about uh, Jerry Who's, who's awesome. I got him on the on the horn right now. We're working time out to, to get together. Um, have him on because there's a couple of great questions we want to get talking about with him. Don't forget about SeatbeltGang.com. Help Some Lions Charities we're working on. And it's Jerry's um, and our charity that we all kind of put together. And uh, you'll see a lot of that really cool merchandise. Everything from like a Bluetooth speaker to play poker cards to sweet ass t-shirts really really cool stuff there go help detroit charities uh we talked a little bit about what we're doing trying to put some uh needy kids in seats at at games and give them a great game experience so it all it all comes out of the sales seatbeltgang.com check that out um we had levi on there looking good he looked good seemed to have a little bit of uh, a little bit more muscle on the bone um just talking to him and right you can't take a lot out of that you got to see it but just talking to him i get a sense that he's going to be a lot more like the onzerike we thought we were getting when we drafted him this year than the guy we wound up with last year does that make sense
1: yeah, it does. Uh, and more specifically, the guy that Brad Holmes thought he was getting yeah. and that Aaron Glenn thought he was getting. Yeah, 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 But yeah. he wasn't that last year. He's, he's got a lot to prove.
0: For reals, for reals. Uh, DJ Chark came out, obviously a veteran, smart media guy, doesn't know the guys in the room that well, right? So he doesn't nope. have a whole lot of bands going on, but... He 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 was just an abject, the absolute professional, just an absolute professional, liked what he had. He had all the right answers, did all the things right, uh, came in the room, owned it, liked me some DJ Chark. Um, can't wait yep. to see that personality start peeking out a little bit, though, because I think there's something good in there, you know, uh, St. Brown came out. You know what I love about him? He does know everybody and he had that same kind of intensity. And this is this is this is what I'll say about the St. Brown interview. And beyond the words, the intensity with which he spoke. You feel his passion when he's talking. You talk about what a Dan Campbell guy is close your eyes and listen to Amon Ross St. Brown speak and you will know exactly what a Dan Campbell.
1: It's got. very easy to see why the lions were very attracted to him in the draft process a year ago and why they're thrilled to have him like that. That's easy. <laughs> it is. It's almost like, like, uh, like, like when a rock star is like, like, like getting ready to go on tour or something like I, I'm, I'm so focused on this, that that's all I can think about. Like, I don't know yes. what's going on. In Ukraine. I don't know what's going on in Florida. I don't know what's going on. With Supreme Court. I don't know what's going on in Canada. I don't know what's going on in my neighborhood. I just know what's going on right in front of me. And that's football. And that's all I care about. And that, that's Amon Ra. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he's got it. And Jamal Williams out there is the opposite, but the same. The guy is light, he's smooth, he is all personality. And uh, we saw it last year when after we signed him. He started in training camp every day playing catch with the the, the people in the stands. He did it every game uh, and warm-ups beforehand. The guy enjoys people. He's a super, super hyper extrovert. Um, funny, uh, really interactive Um Just love his personality, but he said it, and this is where, you know, all the fun and the games, he said it too. I just want a ring. We're going to get the ring. Our attitude's about the ring. We're here to play football. I love football. You cut through the personality and stuff, and you're getting the exact same message out of
1: him. The headline I had to write, I had had to write it, was Jamal Williams says, bleep hard knocks. But the, the takeaway is the correct one that you just said. It's like, I want to ring this year. He said that. Yep. Like, he's he believes that it can happen. Yep. If, if, and if that belief isn't there, it ain't going to happen. It doesn't mean it will. But if it, if that belief isn't there with the players, there's not a chance in the world that it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like seeing that he's got that. Like, again, he is the clown prince of of, of the of the lions like that he 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 embraces that role he likes that. Role. He's good at it. that's who he naturally is but he can be serious. Right. And uh I I appreciate his I appreciated his take on that a lot today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. I I I love him. But the, this this goes back to what we talked about about that leadership and and what's going on in these meetings pieces and phases. They talk about the core. This is the core of the team forming the personality of the team. You're going to see them in the opening of training camp and you're going to see Dan Campbell go to the front of the room and he might talk about kneecaps or, or any, any of those kinds of things, right? It'll be a Campbellism be I'm sure. Right. Um, but what's going to happen is, is the foundation for all those things are happening right now. And they're building that mentality against the, with the guys in the locker room now, because when the rookies come in tomorrow for rookie camp, and they start working together and see each other, or we're working side by side a little bit, but not on the field together, and then they get on the field together, this is the chance for those rookies to see what is the mentality and the attitude of this team, and it's formed in, in the story. You know, the 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 writing prompt, if you will, of the story has been formed and set in the weeks leading up to today, and I think they probably hit it today right before the. Uh, b- the, before the press conference, because they press con did the pre- press conference and the guys left, and then tomorrow the rookies are, be- are here for for camp to start. So I think that was the last time they had a chance to hit it to bring the points home and make sure that everybody's on the same page and that they're, they're they've got that put together. So I think that's kind of the mentality of where things are from the kind of inside the building, just from what I can read the tea leaves I can see.
1: You will hear from other Lions personnel. This weekend, I can't say when or who, but you will. <laughs> You've um, been given a media advisory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a winter storm one advisory. Um, are you guys planning on getting MCDC on the pod anytime? He'll be here. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're working on it. Look, it's not an easy thing to do, it, and and they're
1: very 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 careful at the, the time. Lions, the Lions look, PR and media relations staff is phenomenal at doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that it's something that Dan is necessarily like, I I don't think it's anything personal. I just think that he's probably has better things to do with his time than, than spend an hour with us chuckleheads. Just look at where he is.
0: He's not on. And the same thing with, um, um with with brad holmes he, he did a podcast which one did he did, do well he did dimitro's podcast right he they, they're not on you know uh campbell he did a podcast it was it mcafee right i mean it's not like yeah. they're on yeah. the with some of the local ones now we also see dan talk with uh, season ticket holders well, that's true but that's that's a little bit of a sales thing you're trying to sell season tickets We'd be happy, Dan, to help sell some season tickets if you want. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility. It's just that, you know, the right timing and the, the, the schedules and everything else have to work out. So, you know, it's not a no, but uh, it's something we'll work towards as the longest running podcast and most successful and number one podcast in the Detroit Lions space. He'd probably consider it. We'll see. I think with a lot of things going on this year, we'll see how it goes on. We'll see seatbelt gang. That, that We've got to get that to take off. We've got some national media coverage. It's a good time to make a, a play like that. So we'll see how things play yeah, we'll, out. It's we'll, a good be having, um,
1: we'll be having some different guests this offseason. Mm. Um, one other Lions player has committed to being on with us. Chris knows who that is. Yep, yep. Um, people in the Slack actually know who that is too. Um, and a couple of national media members who will be in town later this summer have already told me, "Hey, I want to come on your podcast." And like, sweet, yeah, please do. Do um, You're you're significantly higher up the media food chain than I am, so please come. Please come join us. So
0: I wish I had we cases. We'll have, we nom, have nom, a couple nom, of drop.
1: those people um, around training camp time.
0: <laughs> I wish I had cases. Nom, be very nom, good. Nom, drop. There you go. All right, so there we go. Um, keep going so the the interviews were great if you haven't seen them it's on the they're on the lions uh youtube good and good interviews. check them out Uh,
1: and i actually i have to go back and rewatch amani's because he had a quote today that i have to make sure that i get right before i publish it (laughs) yep 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 all right
0: uh rookie minicamp let's get into that a little bit what is it and what can you expect you could read all about it at amazon.com just go to amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com you can get yourself some some books. You can get yourself some materials. You can get yourself some cameras. You can get yourself some
1: computers. You can get anything you ever need from Amazon. You can get Pat Kerwin's excellent book, Keep Your Eye Off the Ball." One go. and two. Yeah. Um, old, old friend of the show, Pat Kerwin. Old yeah. friend of Senior Bowl. God, everybody.
0: I, I Pat love Kerwin. Pat. Pat was awesome. Uh, Amazon <laughs> at And all your needs. Head on over there. Help support the show. And take money out of Bezos' pocket. That guy running the Washington Post and all the... Cloud materials that your companies are using and making well, like this
1: phallus rocket, Chris. Oh, just dumb. God,
0: giving his wife billions, his ex wife billions, and not even noticing it. Take money away from that man and support your podcast. podcast.com. What is Rookie Minicamp, Riz? I'm so confused. Why wouldn't they just go to regular old phase two with the rest of the chaps?
1: Rookie Minicamp is for self-expense, it's for the rookies. Uh, It is also a chance for a lot of tryout and unsigned players to get in front of the team. My understanding is that there will be 23 or 24 players uh, in Detroit this weekend, starting tomorrow, Thursday. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're listening to this on Thursday, they're there now. Uh, But uh, Yeah, I know. The future. Whoa. We will, we will get a list of all the players that are there at some point. The media is only allowed there one day. We are allowed there Saturday. I unfortunately can't make it. I will be in Indianapolis this weekend with my son um, doing a, a uh, big-time basketball tournament. So I won't be there, but I will uh, have trusted associates who will give me a list of all the players that are participating. It is not it's, it's not your high school football practice that's going on. It is a run-through um, I don't want to call it a walkthrough because it, it it they're not technically walking. They are technically running at like at least half speed. Yeah, there, there's some urgency to it. They are. Uh, I will tell you this from because I was there last year. They are getting coached at hard. It was my first exposure to Aubrey Pleasant was a year ago at rookie minicamp. And he got on a guy for not not processing the play that was He was told to process um, and he was gone after the weekend. He did not come back.
0: (laughs) How much playbook are they eating right now in the rookie mini camp?
1: Oh, that's all they've got in their body right now. It is learning the playbook, understanding where do I have to be? Let's say I'm a tight end. I I need to know where I go when this play is called, when this coverage scheme is called, when this blocking scheme is called, when this audible is called, where do I have to be? That's that's all that they're learning right now, and they're going to go out and show that they have or have the ability to digest the playbook. They're going to show that they have the ability to take coaching, that they respond well to the coaching, that they're good teammates. They're not, you know, bad mouthing a guy on the on the way back to the huddle. Um, if you knock a guy down, you're not supposed to touch him. If you happen to knock him out, you damn well better help him back up. Um, that happened last year. That's that's another person who. A lot of people thought might make the team. Um, who was gone very quickly? Um, like he, he didn't have the the interpersonal teammate skills that were required to play in the NFL. And he's 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 currently out of football. And that that says a lot. That that happens. That one of the things that this is is a like I, I can't speak to because I was never a professional athlete. But I went from, went from when I went from high school to college there were different things that flew at the high school level that don't fly at the college level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and whether it's in whatever sport, you know, I, I played volleyball. Um, you can't do certain things that you got away with in high school in college. You just can't. And the, the, it's exponential that value when you go from college to the pros. And one of the things that they're seeing is who can make that distinction and who can't. And the guys who can't, they ain't going to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely it. Uh, <laughs>
1: they'll, they'll wind up in Houston or Jacksonville because those teams tend to collect those types of players. <laughs> Arizona collects a lot of them too. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> they just happen to have a lot of talent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And
0: on hits it. Don't fall in love with any players right now. There's a ton of competition in camp. Five guys you think will be on the team in September. Won't make it out of camp. Learn to love the process of weeding yeah. out the week.
1: Just, just a couple things. Um uh, to look for in the cut department. There are still three kickers on the team. That's not tenable long-term. There are also only three quarterbacks on the team. Now, as much as we have talked about David Blau and Tim Boyle not being adequate, you do need three. You really need four to to run practices the way that the Lions want to run practice. So I think there's a tryout player in this weekend. I don't know who it is, but I've been told that there is a quarterback that will be there. They they will be looking for a fourth quarterback, and you will probably see them sign a quarterback. It doesn't mean that they're dissatisfied with Tim Boyle or David Blau. It means that they needed a camp body who can throw, because um, they, they don't want their quarterback coach and their uh, who was the guy last year who knew, like he used to be a quarterback in college and he played a little bit of quarterback in practice because they were in a pinch. Like, they don't want Randall L. Like, that Randall L was playing quarterback in, in, in he, practice. he did. Somebody else did too. It was, it was I want to say it was a special teams assistant or something like that. I don't know. I'm blanking on it,
0: but this is this one more thing from an on that's, that's, that's really it. part of it no longer being a joke franchise. We're going to churn guys and only the best get to stay. This is going to be the part where lions fans, especially after the Patricia, people are not used to this. We're going to let go of talent. That's going to go elsewhere and do well. Um, we're going to probably hold on to a guy or two that doesn't perform as well as someone we let go. It's not necessarily one player was better. There's schematic fits. There's all kinds of other things that happen. Um, oh, God, who was the guy from Senior Bowl that we had that we drafted that never played and then went over to Philly uh, and then and turned into nothing? Um, um, he was in the Senior Bowl, right? Um, wide receiver. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. From Old Dominion. Mick. I'm looking at him. I can see him. I, I, I feel like he's got a Mick in his life. <laughs> oh my
1: god, Travis Fulgum.
0: Travis Folgum. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, everyone was like, we shouldn't have let him go. And then where is he? Right? He he just it's don't don't get too into it. And don't get too broken by that. I mean, it's gonna happen. There's gonna be wins, there'll be some losses. The wins you want to outnumber the losses, but there will be uh thank you, Algus, for the Travis Folgum.
1: Like we talked about earlier in the show, when players leave the Lions and they make other teams. That's good for the Lions. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. That means that they're identifying NFL caliber talent. That's not something that their predecessor regimes did all that well.
0: And I will say the one thing that people should really, really think about is, I mean, it's May now. I I only said it once earlier, but put yourself in, in January of this year. Where were you a year ago? where were you mentally a year ago you were still touched by the patricia regime right in your fandom you 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 were showing people on the doll it was bad news right now we're talking kneecaps and you're like well i can maybe i'll take a little sip of the kool-aid because i like this dan campbell character and he seems good but i'm not so sure and then we had the first part of the season and people were like no i've been burned before i'm not buying it and then we rolled through the end and we saw some good stuff and now people across the board lions are getting a's and a pluses and a minuses and b pluses on their draft making bold moves just like brad said the word he said he's gonna make bold moves we got jamo how from a bold ass move where we fleeced the vikings um i think we're seeing a lot of really competent stuff right now out of this front office um And I got to laugh at, like, Bears fans, right? Because they're at the other side of the world on this stuff. Um, They got to rebuild, and they're going to be playing a tough team in the Detroit Lions. I I, I think we'll see as as training camp comes around and as the preseason comes around, who stays healthy and what we have. But my, oh, my, this could really be a surprising and fun year in the NFC North.
1: Beautiful. Isn't it interesting, the narrative that's going around now, that the Bears are not surrounding Justin Fields with the proper talent, and it's so much like Detroit circa 2010, 2011, where they had Calvin Johnson and not much else on the offense, Brandon Pettigrew. Well, last year with Tony Goff Scheffler. even.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh,
1: they don't put the people there. They can't win. You're right. Like, and they're not. Like, I I, yeah. I, I I, am still a a Justin Fields believer. I think he's going to be very good. I think it's going to be a problem in Chicago. I really do, mm-hmm. but they are not helping him the way that they need to help him. And and I say that from watching Matthew Stafford languish with inadequate talent around him for a very long time. And I will say that from watching when, when Deshaun Watson got to Houston and they had to reshuffle a few things. And I will say that from, from a Cleveland standpoint, like, and, and I have a thing um, if you're listening to this on Wednesday night, or if you're watching live, thank you hit the like button subscribe, but also in the morning, I will have a piece on Baker Mayfield and the potential for him to join the Detroit Lions. And uh, spoiler alert, he ain't coming. But um, but it's I watched the Browns not do right by Baker in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I see that going on in Chicago, too, and it frustrates me because I was a Justin Fields fan and I wanted the Lions to draft him at number seven instead of Panay Sewell. And I'm still not off that position, by the way. And that doesn't mean anything about Panay. That's how much. That's how strongly I felt about Justin Fields as a quarterback prospect. I think he's going to be very, very, very good. But They're the Bears are not helping him be very, very, very good. They're helping him maybe be better than Mitchell Trubisky. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And he's got to be a hell of a lot better than that. I, he's a, so he's, that, much, the Lions, he's that much better of a
0: quarterback than Mitchell Trubisky. But. Yeah. He's never going to read his potential. Matters. He's never going to read his potential, reach his potential in Chicago. I have a sense. I have a feeling that they're going to be out on him at some point because he can't carry a load of of bricks, and he's going to go somewhere else. And then you are going to see what Justin Fields really is. He's going really
1: go really to go to Miami and take happen. over for Tua and win multiple, multiple playoff games.
0: I think he's going to be a problem the same way Matthew Stafford was a problem, but eminently that team is going to be beatable. And that's where I think the, the I would situation agree with that. is yeah. going that, to that, be. That, in that's, Chicago. That's very and personal. that's not way, a knock on Fields at all.
1: On on the Baker Mayfield front, there is renewed conversation about the Dolphins possibly like getting dissatisfied with Tua after he threw the the pass that might still be in the air. Um, hanging up there, um, and would want to get out of that and uh, Baker Mayfield still being the best quarterback on the market. Oh, um, that
0: was a ten yarder from tour. Then could go
1: to could go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 there are whispers of that coming from the the two one six area code. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I will,
0: I will say, Brandon Justin Fields will be a three year veteran when the Lions have their new rookie quarterback starting. That is very true. If they were in the division. I would think Justin's a target for the Lions. To be honest with you, as they work towards the end of his contract, Chicago gets uh, gets a little bit uh, jumpy. I I I just he's going to go somewhere else. He is not going to come here. But boy,
1: I think they were for Kirk so, in uh, in Minnesota. That's about the right timeline too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there
0: you go. Okay, so rookie rookie minicamp. Anything extra or else to expect
1: uh, in rookie minicamp, Riz? Just you are going to see um hopefully nobody gets hurt uh but yeah you're gonna just gonna see a lot of guys that you know try out here and then there's a there's the next session is the mandatory minicamp which is in june but there is another ota session or two between there's two between there right i think i think i don't know i don't have the schedule in front of me OTAs you'll see a lot of guys who are here that don't don't whatever reason the lions just don't want them will wind up signing or, or being in that next camp somewhere else and vice versa. Like there will be players that aren't here this weekend who will be coming in to the lions the next time, just to, just to see, just to kick the tires that that that's common. It doesn't mean anything about the Lions. It doesn't mean anything about the players other than that. They just didn't fit together. Don't, don't read more into it than what needs to be.
0: Yep. All right. So I'll talk about the dates tomorrow, May 12th. The schedule is officially released. The one thing you can pencil in right now is February 12th in Arizona. The Lions will play an AFC team. Uh, OTAs are coming up May 24th through 26th. Uh, June 1st through 3rd. And June 13th through 16th, the OTA workouts will happen. That's right. After the 16th, right around the 15th ish, that's when we're going to find out when training camp is. Somewhere on the 13th, 14th, 15th, somewhere in there. We'll find
1: yeah, out. Yeah, the NFL actually announced that they're going to announce it in that week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they do. Well, that's what they always,
0: <laughs> So they're going to announce going to it then. The announcement about the announcement. When we know that, we will know when the training camp party is. It all just plays right off of that. Yeah. Starting tomorrow. You're going to hear an announcement of when the St. Jude 24-hour party is because that's all based on the same stuff. And, you know, we'll see if anybody else tries to do build theirs right around us like they always do but we'll see so we'll do that uh may 23rd through 25th is the spring league meeting don't tell me they don't you know it they try to make stupid excuses to you saying oh no well we think we, we don't think it'll be just like theirs it was just like ours uh may 23rd through 25th the spring league meeting and june 7th through 9th mandatory Minicamp uh, That's everything That's what's going on With the, the off season And then it gets into The dark dark days Of June And early July Riz
1: One quick thing About the mandatory mini camp You will see A lot of veterans That are currently Unsigned sign right after that Because they don't want To be at mandatory Minicamp right. That's something That I talked about With Bobby Cooper This morning About Jadebian Clowney He ain't signed before Mandatory minicamp He didn't want Any part of that He's a veteran He, didn't, he doesn't need that He will sign with Cleveland after that um, He's not going to Detroit <laughs> Um, the, why I was just laughing for those of you who are watching, the Miami Dolphins fired their video coordinator today, um, who put out that video to us. The, the, the
0: Truth hurts, baby.
1: And they fired him. They've already posted the job. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Two was getting people fired in the in not even rookie minicamp. <laughs> Can't believe oh, how many man. people freaking wanted that guy. Oh, all right. Let's. He's see. not good, folks. He's not. Our, just
0: not Our schedule, just so you know, and and it, just really quick while you're out there, hit the like button. You're, you got 250 of you out there. Hit the like button. We <laughs> appreciate when you do that. Uh, it helps us out. Hit subscribe too and the bell. You get your little name on the on the scroll down below. You can do super chat that works too. But uh, we love it when you guys help support us and help beat that uh, that algorithm. It, it helps. It helps us be better. It really. It actually really does. All right. Uh, just so you guys know, our schedule: the twenty third the of the week of the 23rd. We're going to be out. We're taking a week off, but we have some ideas for uh, content to drop throughout the week so you guys aren't left without us. We know how much you love us and how much we love you. So we're going to do some extra work to put that stuff together for you guys. Also, the 13th through 17th of June, we're out. I'm out there for sure. Uh, um, I uh, And Riz is as well, so that's not going to happen. i got to go back to the 23rd to 27th. I may grab somebody who's not Riz as a co-host and do a show that week. And we may actually turn out the next week Riz. Just drop some content that week just because I've got some other things going on. We just have to see how all this plays. There's so much shenanigans going on with the summer and, and, and work and everything else. So this we'll do
1: this is a busy summer for both of us. Yes. You have a son going to college. I have a son going to 11 college basketball camps in the month of June. Suppose, <laughs> so I will be here, there, and everywhere. As a matter of fact, support
0: your, your doctor-to-be with a super chat. <laughs> Pre-med starts this year. Anything you can do to help pay Pre-med. the way. And, wow. Yeah. I got 13 years of, of expenses so anything you can do to help uh, and then of course uh, the week of the fourth of july we shall be off because riz is going to be on a wicked drunken bender and i will probably be a Betty Ford, so. according to garrett
1: <laughs> well, so my, my wife's birthday is the fourth of july so I, I tend to celebrate her that day but yeah during, during the week what does that mean um, <laughs> what do you want it to be? <laughs> Better question What does she want it to be? <laughs> That's what it's all about. You UDFAs, same bed with her. We
0: were going to go in on UDFAs this week, and we're, we're, we kind of we put that on, on pause because of some of the other stuff
1: going on in some of the other chat. We want to see who actually makes it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of guys who are here this week who won't be here next week, and it could, in fact, be um uh the dude for uh what's his name jarvis from michigan state yep. easy from from tcu via memphis like those guys sign bonuses like the lions don't have a problem like writing off a hundred thousand dollars if the guy sucks mm. or just doesn't fit no like they don't have a problem doing that Mm-mm.
0: so we got that we also have jerry jacobs coming up in the next couple of weeks so you don't want to miss that we're going to talk this is the idea is there's a couple things we're going to talk um seatbelt gang let me see we got topics that he and i were chatting about uh we're gonna talk seatbelt gang we're gonna talk about hard knocks we're gonna talk about the mind of an undrafted free agent at this point in in the year what's going on what's going through the heads what are they doing and um what what makes one successful which he'll know versus what doesn't which he's probably seen so we'll be able to kind of work through some of that we'll talk about his recovery and uh some of the other guys as well um jerry's the best he was,
1: he's there he's he's in detroit this week he yeah. posted a picture of himself on instagram on the practice field in allen park good to see him he lives by the way he wasn't wearing an e-brace
0: no no he's running he's um, he's he, he yep. i don't know what you see at practice because i wasn't there but i know he's running um and he lives in Detroit. this this is the thing about about jerry he's home. yep he is bought in he is there um he committed and and we talked about it before it was like thirty five hundred dollars was his guaranteed salary When he signed originally a year ago, think about that. What your mindset is to pick up everything you own, jack across the states, and show up somewhere for thirty five hundred bucks and maybe some more. Pretty crazy. He turned it into about eight hundred thousand dollars, so that's not
1: bad. But eight (laughs) hundred ninety five thousand dollars he will make this year. Good for him good time to bet on yourself. He's going to earn every dang penny of it, yeah, and he's yeah. going to earn a lot more than that if he plays the way he did last year. <laughs> yeah,
0: Absolutely. Love us some Jerry. So stick with us for that. There's some really, really good content coming from with him and give you guys some good updates from the inside. Jerry's always the best. Uh, we'll continue to work on some of the other things as well. The interviews, we'll bring in some uh, coaches. You know, we talk about how things get uh, quiet. We've got some friends around the team, and uh, we'll have them in there. And what they'll do is ball drag across to Cliff D. Like everybody does. He gargles them he can't stop he can't drop he just won't can't stop won't stop that kind of thing love you in the chat there cliff all right so with that, remember, don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. You get access to the Slack chat. It's not like we go to Cliff's job and slap the sailor's cocks out of his mouth. I don't know what he's doing in the chat. It's crazy. Uh, but you get access to the Slack chat if you join us on Patreon. It's a great place to go. Patreon.com.
1: See video free
0: slash Detroit Lions podcast. Brandon, thank you for the reminder. I have his number now straight. Bill Keenest. will get him on the Lions team. Historian. A lot of good that stuff be on him. Phenomenal. Yeah, I love him. He's big a good Yep. So Patreon, good way to go. And you can talk about all the, uh, the gargling that cliff D does, uh, head over to Twitter at D E T lions, podcast D E T lions, podcast Riz at Jeff Risden. It's that easy. I mean, how did you not follow him already? My goodness at Jefferson and at D E T lions podcast. We're really kind of getting close. I, like I say, I don't look at the that stuff too often, but I kind of checked my profile to make sure I didn't want to update. I want to check it again real quick. Yeah, we're we're getting we're really close to five thousand. If you guys are on Ooh. Twitter and you get a chance, push us over. It'd be nice. It's a nice, nice big round number. I appreciate the the followers. If you were to do that for us, uh, also, I give us a call on Skype. All one word. The count is Detroit Lions podcast. Detroit Lions podcast. Leave a message. We'll put that message on the air, or you can call us in the Lions line at 929 nine two nine three three. Lions, 929 uh, 335 hit the like button, don't forget that like button, don't forget to subscribe, get your name on the screen, hang out with us, and go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com, subscribe to the podcast like we said, or subscribe on the YouTube, and we will pop up in your ears and your notifications, well, wait, excuse me, Riz, I didn't mean to do that, what will we do if they hit the subscribe button on YouTube and on the other thingy?
1: We can come into your ear holes automatically. There we go. There
0: we go. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, thank you for tuning
0: in. And we're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Happy anniversary,
1: Mom and Dad. 53 years.
0: Oh, awesome. Nice. 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 <laughs> Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems. And Cliff is waiting for my comeback. But he's going to have to scrape his mom's tongue if he wants that. It's because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. <laughs>